In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
dose overdose a nigga you're scared you're supposed to nigga i toast you put fear in your heart fuck up the party before it even start is he drunk off a henny and scuff or some brand newbian shit beating down punk and party and bullshit If that is not a way to start a Wednesday, a hump day, I do not know what is. That is, that's what the kids call fire. That's what my, that's what my nephew would be like, Uncle Ryan, that's fire. Uh, oh, by the way, my nephew Connor does have a new, a new rap song. Would you guys mind if I, my nephew, uh, well, we used to call him Watermelon on the show when he was allowed to come in, come on. He, he is did I go? He 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 is uh, he's almost fourteen years old, and it's just wild. I talked about this over Christmas, starting to hear his voice change, and it just made me infinitely sad. Um, you've heard some of his rap classics of the past. Uh, he raps under a name called Glendering, and uh, he has a new track. But it's 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 interesting because I have to get used to a deeper voice. But you know, any artist, artist expand artists change that's the deal i get it i'm an artist myself if i was podcasting when i was 14 you would have heard a very awkward change instead of listening to a very awkward experience every day listening to this podcast uh let me play this this is hot this is hot if i was casey Kasem, who used to be my favorite radio dj this is casey Kasem with american top 40 today we've got a man out of gilbert Aaron. Catching up right by his toe If he hollers me from the show Hiding his life didn't come from below Although that was some ages ago Upsermingly slow, just so you know I'm a plant, watch how I grow Becoming a star, see how I grow Doing a concert on a plateau Getting rich, I'm making that dough Hiding rich boy into my bio Now play recording, they'll call me the bow Popping off as a rhyme flow Now play recording, don't call me the bow Popping off as a rhyme flow all these kids steal my flow When I pull up, there were no show Didn't even want to fight them though Came back home to play some Uno No public recording, don't call me the woe Popping off, it's a rumble flow No public recording, don't call me the woe Popping off, it's a rumble flow 
out drake what up what up bitch what up drake you want to step now yo me and my nephew coming for you drake what you got to say about that mr canada wow that is a world premiere exclusive on the so bad it's good podcast that is glendering with rhyme overflow now you heard what i was talking about in the voice i just have to get i still i like it it's just a different sound to get used to and i'm going to play one of his earlier hits in a sec, just so you can tell the difference. Also, if I'm to lyrically break that down, which I don't really want to read too much into the lyrics because he's an artist and as am I, but he's talking a lot about a lot of kids stealing his flow. And I, I feel that I, I've, I feel like that happens with this podcast a lot too, of people stealing my flow. Um, but also the other thing that he, I think he, he was talking about like kids stepping to him, but then he ignores it and plays Uno, which is such a positive message for any, not, not just kids. That's a positive message for adults. You got a problem with an adult? Like you got problems even as kids? Just put it aside. Play Uno or any other kind of licensed board game. It would be such an, a better world. And that, I believe, is what Glendering speaks to in this song. Um, the beat, sick. The beat was sick. Now, let's compare it to an earlier song of Glendering's and we'll see. We'll see that he's in a different period as an artist, and I am so excited to see what's going to be next after this. Hey, yeah. Bust with my fit. Came out of the mud, came out of the pit. This kid who claims he's a crit, better dip. Don't keep talking like that, you finna trip. Hey, gotta mess with stick. Don't plan on shooting it though. When I'm in my gear, you know my flow. Hey, boy, do you really wanna go? Yeah, in my flow, yo. It's alright though. Gotta mess with stick. Stick, stick up in here with my glick. Course time now, a time to raise your brow. Boys be shooting in here, not allowed. Where I'm from, there's no snow, no need for a plow. So tattle on my bro snitch, you better bow. Wow, bet you won't do it right now. Yeah, snow plow. Not allowed, raising your brow. Course time now, course time now. Last girl didn't come through. Ay, just trying to see you through my point of view. She wasn't even a girl I was that into. Knew from the start, boy, your homework is due. As for racks, yeah, I got a few. Check yourself, boy, yeah, get a review. The sky is blue. The song, yeah, I'm gonna pursue. As for you, stupid, I'm gonna sue. Stick it to a cell, just like glue. Yeah. Time now, a time to raise your brow. Boys be shooting in here, not allowed. Where I'm from, there's no snow, no need for a plow. So tattle on my bro snitch, you better bow. Wow, bet you won't do it right now. Yeah, snow plow. Not allowed, raising your brow. Course time now, course time now. I defy you, I dare you to not hum that song for the rest of the week. Chorus time now, chorus time now. So you see, this was. I think this was like nine months ago. He was a much angrier young man, you can tell. And you can tell he's really, he's feeling more peaceful. The vibes are more peaceful in Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, I love the lyric in there that the last time, the last girl didn't come through. Like, I love that. Like, that's, like, I I feel that deep within my bones. Like, and also wait till he gets married, you know. Um, 
but this was, I mean, you can see the progression as an artist, but you can also see a tiny change in the voice. And I'm, I'm learning to love the new voice, but I'm so proud of him. And it's so cool to have somebody of talent in the family. Uh, God knows he's not getting that from my sister, right? You know, but no, this was very exciting. I always get excited for a new Glendering trap, a track. And I wanted to share that with you guys, but, um, also the overall message though, and why I wanted to play both back to back. I love the peaceful vibes he's with now of like, do not get into conflict. Just uh, play Uno. That's really a huge message. Um, Also, you can't, I think in this last, the chorus time now song, I think he like, I mean, here's the deal. He's got like an airsoft BB gun that like, I think my, like my, uh, my sister and her husband like lock away under lock and key. And I think that's what he's talking about in this, like his little airsoft. And I mean, that's still pretty hard, but like, I don't know. I don't own any guns personally, but hey, hey, you know, as long as, as everybody's safe. So Glendering, congratulations. If you're listening to this, you I am so proud of you, dude. And uh, I got to get you out to L.A. We got to get in the stew. We got to lay something down together. That's what I keep begging this guy to do. But he's booked and busy. I've been trying to convince his uh, his mom, my sister, to let him come out here and visit old Uncle Ryan. And uh, we can't make it happen, which says a lot. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm sorry for that little detour. I didn't even plan on doing that today, but I just got, I got, I don't know. I just got a, got into a mood for some rap, you know? Uh, I hope you guys had a great Tuesday. Margaret Josephs, wasn't she great? And that Erica Jane stuff with Jay Edelson, that was just incredible. It really is. Um, I think some smart ass said on Instagram, which is, you know, like I always say, you get to a certain point, smartasses do come out and they usually come out like 12 hours after you post something but he was like oh like he's gonna give some quote to some internet blogger and i was like sir i also have a podcast um no i'm listen i'm shocked as anybody and you know my motto like i always say you know try to question as much as you can I'm shocked as much as anybody's shocked that he gave us a quote, but I'm sure he'd give anybody a quote at this point. It's it's probably just good for the case in any uh, in any way, especially after the misinformation campaign of the past weekend. Uh, but I was very thankful to get that. And and if I can provide those little pieces of news or try to put a little um, you know a little more of the story together, if I if I see a little gap, I'll always try to do that. And I have always tried to do that. But yeah, I mean, I mainly want to make people laugh that's or just rap and uh yeah so i was as shocked as anybody but very thankful for that quote and it still seems to be getting passed around which is great i just want people to actually kind of pay attention to the real facts and and also we got to be vigilant and 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 i say this in not a joking way at all is we got to prepare ourselves for march because that is when jen shaw will be going on trial and if you don't think there's going to be a lot of distraction and confusion around that you got another thing coming. So we got to pay attention. We got to actually try to be able to trust certain sources to not put spin on it, to not put anything on it. You know, um, like I always say, Erica Jane is not going to jail. Uh, she is potentially, I don't think she'll ever be up on criminal charges. I think she'll play the game, but she's playing the game. I just don't think her wearing the $750,000 earrings this weekend in Aspen was a good move. It's like, it's still, it's still the same Erica we saw last season of like, yo, this ain't about you. This is about the victims. 
You think you're playing this game of cat and mouse and you're being a badass bitch, but you're not. It makes you look sad and kind of it's starting to make you look old a little bit. And I don't mean old in looks. I mean old in spirit. It's like, girl, where's that youthful vibe? Come on, man. Do not like you don't need old money. You got new stuff brewing, Erica. Come on. Like, I really I truly do. I mean, she's got so much, so much opportunity. Anyways. Oh, also, I wanted to, today, you guys, Luke Gulbrinson from Summer House. We've been missing him on Summer House, but we got him here. We have him on So Bad It's Good, and he will be making his grand reappearance reappearance on Summer House next Monday. That will be Luke's first episode of the season, and there is a reason why he was not there. Uh, There was a family issue. And I'm sure we will be get more clarification on that next Monday. But he was very excited to get there, and he was he's always just such a good sport with me uh, because uh, I tease him about a lot of things. And this will, it, but he's just very nice. And once again, thank you if any Bravo PR is listening. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, I really really enjoy these things, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to them. Uh, I'm going to be doing a Summer House recap after the Luke Gulbrinson thing, but really a couple um, a couple quick hits. Uh, I thought this was fascinating. I was reading this in a column about Jamie Lynn Spears' book. Now, Jamie Lynn Spears, who says she is not profiting off of her sister, uh, this is, you know, she's not profiting, so don't worry about it. This is her story. Now, it is interesting that her story is mainly about Britney, but whatever. We can let bygones be bygones, right? And she, she wrote a book, so that should be, like, that, that is its own reward, as Lala Kent and Randall would say. So uh, despite weeks of hype and a lot of press from her public spats with Sister Brittany, Jamie Lynn Spears' book did not make the New York Times bestseller list. The book is currently 981 on the Amazon chart. Well, that says everything that you need to hear, right? But how wild, right, to do that kind of press blitz, to do the caller daddy interview and to do like all of that, all of this work, all of this public fighting with her sister did nothing for the actual book, did nothing for the actual book. Probably the only large order, I believe, was from Lou Taylor's church. I believe it was from a Christian church that placed a large order. And they did actually, um, uh, not Lou Taylor's church, but I know like this happens with a lot of books that uh, I don't know if they're afraid to sell, but they want to, you know, want to see them get on a bestseller list or whatever. I know the last one, and this isn't, this is not political, but I know uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s book got bought up by the Republican National Committee back in the day. And, uh, but I'm sure they do this for Democrats. I'm sure they do this for other stars, uh, just to kind of boost those first week sales. Randall didn't do it for Lala. If you watch Vanderpump Rules this season, Lala was really hoping she would make the New York Times bestseller list, and she did not, even though Randall had bought her a cake. So on the second book, I think Lala... By the way, isn't it now that you would actually want a Lala book? Like, now is the time for the Lala book. I always said that back then. I was like, I want to see Lala after this relationship, and it just came a lot sooner than I thought it would. So that is the book I want to see from Lala, but... Here you go, guys. Nobody, everybody stood firm. We're all passing around the one copy of Jamie Lynn Spears' book. We're all uh, passing that around like a timeshare just so Brittany, uh, so Jamie Lynn can't get those sales. That actually kind of made me feel good and not in the sense that I want Jamie Lynn to fail, but I don't want her to succeed based on her sister for once. 
Um, and uh, hopefully she'll have the strength to do that in the future. But I thought that was interesting to share with you. I uh, definitely wanted to share with you. Uh, we're getting a, a big breaking news story I woke up to. Meredith Marks, uh, page six is reporting Meredith Marks' comments on her face that was on Watch What Happens Live. Now, she was on Watch What Happens Live on Sunday after Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which was just another batshit crazy episode. Lisa Barlow's hot mic moment. Wow. Um, wow. I sound like Christopher Walken. Wow. Uh, she wanted to comment because she had so many comments about her face. So she had to take to the internet as you do. And she commented on it, uh, I believe on Twitter, but then Andy Cohen reposted it on his Instagram, which, you know, means business. So Mayor of the Marks wrote, as I am being asked about my swollen face on Watch What Happens Live, yes, my face was swollen that day. No, it was not a cosmetic procedure. You can see on my Insta story pic taken the next day where the swelling is down. I am human. Not every day is perfect. Sorry. Hashtag Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, guys, I don't know enough about lady faces to know if this is the truth or not. To me, it looked like a boatload of filler, but I even had my best friend, Nick, who, um, his wife watches this stuff, but he rare, like he'll watch summer house and he'll watch below deck with her. But I guess he even watched, watch what happens live. And he texted me yesterday. He's like, yo, do you see Meredith Mark's face? And I was like, yeah, it's hard not to see something that just doesn't move at all anymore, but it looked very reminiscent of Shannon Bedore at last year's Real Housewives of Orange County. Uh, reunion, which, by the way, a reminder, Real Housewives of Orange County is back tonight. Set your DVRs. Um, so she says it's swelling, but I, I, this is what I don't know. And I, and I, I don't want to sound stupid, but like, isn't like your face swells? Like if you if you drank a lot or you get hit or something like do normal women's faces just like wake up and it likes is swelling. And that's not a joke in any sort of way. I'm, I'm actually asking, is this a normal thing? Cause it did look to me and I'm not the best at this. It looked like a, a cosmetic procedure had been done and it had been done. It had been done too much, if that makes sense. So, uh, I just wanted to report that Meredith is aware of everyone's comments and she is publicly speaking out, which is very, it's, it takes balls. It takes balls. Also, I do want to mention uh, in regards to that hot mic moment with Lisa Barlow the other night is, um, you know, there seems to be this debate online and it shows how not delicate, but it shows that there's no kind of, um, you know, people don't have to seem to have a lot of sense of humor or there's not a lot of joy being passed around these days. Because a lot of us were like, this is amazing, queen, all of that stuff that we can, you know, we go crazy with, which is part of the fun of being a housewife fan is to overly celebrate idiotic things. You think we're really celebrating some lady like talking shit about her friend of 10 years? No, but in regards to the housewives, that is like a legendary moment. I'm sorry, it just is. Now, we had Carlos King, the executive producer of Real Housewives of Atlanta, come out and goes, hey, that is not even in my top 10 of iconic moments. It would be iconic if she said it to that person's face instead of a hot mic moment. And the thing is, I get exactly what Carlos is saying, and Carlos has produced some of the best reality television out there, period. Duh. But at the same time, I'm always, as I get older, kind of of this mind frame, like, let people have their happiness. Like, let it, you know, let people get excited about something. I posted something about, like, a star is born, and, you know, a lot of people... Liked it on Twitter, I guess. But you had those random comments of like, geez, you people will 
fawn over anything. And it's just like, I get it. But like, also let people have their fun. Cause these same people are on there, like blowing up somebody else that I don't even agree with usually, but I don't like need to jump in. It wasn't a conversation. It was a thought, you know? And that's the funny thing is that we're taught that everybody, everything should be argued. Now everything should be a back and forth. And it's, it's like, yeah, no, no, I try to ignore it. I don't block those people anymore. I don't, you know, unless they get actually nasty, but it's just so funny. Like I, I always like, what does it harm you to let somebody else find joy from a moment? You didn't find joy from that moment. That's fine. It's just like movies and music. You're not going to love. I mean, that's to relate it back to summer house. I thought it was interesting. Craig and Andrea's relationship where they said they were, best bros and then the page thing happened and and but we see that craig you know craig has different relationships with different people in the house and i was thinking about that i was thinking oh i wonder what carl's relationship with craig is because of like the Lindsay thing and craig really bashed Lindsay last night but also not everybody is meant to be best friends with everybody that's what's so cool about being a human is that we have these tastes right even in podcasting we have these tastes right like i might not be your speed but somebody else is going to be your exact speed does that mean you need to shit on me? Probably not. Does it make you feel good? Maybe. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all right. You don't have to like everything. Taste or your own personal taste is one of the most important things that you can have. And it's one of the things you have to cherish and protect and really listen to it. Like I said yesterday, listen to that little thing in your heart that makes it go thump when you see something or listen to something and throw your support behind that. And if you don't, that's okay. Somebody else is going to love the thing that you don't love, but let them love it, right? Let them love it. But always remember, I am the number one opinion of all time. And my opinion always is the number one opinion. So we've already settled that. That's not even up for debate. But everybody else, you guys just don't need to fight. You know, you can have your other opinions that different than mine. You are wrong. But I was still, I still will respect and fight you. No, fight for you to have those opinions. Uh, you guys, let's get into this. Let's have fun today. Um, this was a nice big intro. Uh, Luke Goldbrunson, folks. I'm going to put all of his information because he has candles now, folks. He has a one wick. He has a two wick. He realizes the importance of a wick when you sell candles in any kind of affiliation with Bravo. Uh, Summer House, he was just on Winter House. Man, I hope Winter House comes back. I really did love that show. And it's this kind of nice companion to Summer House. Eventually, I would love to get Spring and Fall House in there as well. But I'm just happy with these two. So hopefully, things will happen in that direction. Um, also, I was wondering about the Jason-Lindsay relationship. We didn't really hear anything about Jason after that announcement. And Lindsay says she's like dating a new guy on the show and she's going to Mexico with him. But I was wondering, like, if they do another season of Winter House, and maybe they won't because of this. But I was like, do they invite Jason back, knowing that Lindsay is now with Carl? But he, she has this really um, intense relationship with Jason because of what happened uh, with the baby, unfortunately. And I was just thinking, like, wow, is that too dark for the Winter House? Is Jason just done? Or will they still invite him back and have some sort of sad drama there. I don't know. It was just a thought in my head. I don't know if you guys have thought the same thing, but Luke, uh, like I say in the intro, one of my favorite singer songwriters, uh, great actor. His movie that he talks about is, uh, produced by one of my friends. And we talk about that for a second. So we're going to keep an eye out for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to have him back next week in the summer house. So here he is folks, Luke Gulbrunson. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad it's good. Today we have a returning guest. It has been, I checked my calendar, a one year anniversary since I talked to this gentleman. If you listen to the show, you know I am a huge fan of his. I feel victorious. He is still around, still one of the nicest guys in reality, a good actor, a model, a musician. He is the re, uh, the singer of my favorite song, Suit and Tie, Hair Slick Back, uh, which we still have not gotten an actual recording of. He just made a triumphant uh, appearance at the crappy awards with the watch what crappens guys and we have not seen him on summer house yet and i am about to flip my lid luke Goldbrunson, welcome back to the show how you doing right good to see you man thanks for having me uh hey first off i gotta let the audience know you were late because you needed to take a shower which i am very happy about your hygiene but you're <laughs> also you're also late to the summer house all the time what is going on <laughs> that's actually funny that it goes hand in hand right um i um no there you'll find out uh as the season goes on um but i had some things happening back home that kept me from from coming back okay um well, was a lot, but but uh, i just wanted did it make you feel good that there actually was a wave of people going we need luke uh you know i mean at the end of the day um you don't really know these things. And then I've, you know, I've been put in a situation where clearly um, I'm coming in um, into the house late and, and, and hearing people um, and seeing the messages and, and a lot of the nice things people have said to me, um, it warms my heart. It's, it's really, um, it's, it just warms my heart. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I, I kind of like loved seeing it cause it was actually that we need Luke. And I love that. Like, even if you can go through, that's what I love about reality TV is that if you go through a rough season or something like that, and people actually see your true character, those things shine through. And we see, you know, everybody coming back and really wanting you there. And plus we got the new guys, Alex and Maya. Um, how much ground Turkey have you seen Alex eat so far? <laughs> Quite. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Alex likes to eat a lot of food, uh, like he said, or like he says, um, because of his working out, um, he's trying to put a lot of calories in his body. Um, I do the same usually via liquid, um, but, you know, it's a different type of calorie. <laughs> well, uh, Luke told me before we went on that he, he wanted to get a run in a workout before we started today. And he had uh, had a big weekend. But like, this is what, like, I don't know how you get up and work out still. Like. What, what is you're insane. Yeah, I, I am actually insane. Um, I, uh, you know, well, it's football Sunday. I had tickets. To, <laughs> I had tickets to the Rangers game. So I went to the Rangers game yesterday and, you know, you're at the game, you have a couple pops there and then you end up going out uh, watching football with your friends and it just turned into a really long day and a long night, but it's always fun. You know, you just get carried away when you're having fun with your friends. Yeah. Are you, are you ready to be back on TV again? We saw you in winter house and you had this kind of amazing winter house season where you tap trees, you built an igloo and you got back to nature. You got back to what we love about Luke. You didn't really mess around with girls. You even, you know, politely told Gabby that you're like not interested at this time. And was that a, did you go into the winter house thinking like, just gotta be chill, just gotta be, have a chill season. You know, I, not necessarily just ended up being that way. I, um, I mean, I am, was totally open to having fun and, and possibly meeting somebody. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, one person, uh, had a boyfriend and all the other people were pretty much in relationships. And then Gabby, uh, who I definitely have a connection with on a friendly level, yeah. um, it just wasn't there past that. 
Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was a bit frustrating actually to not, not have that. Cause it would have been probably been a little bit more fun, but you know, uh, when I get out in the woods and out in nature, I can find, find ways to have fun. And it's, it's really where my heart and soul is. So, um, I tend to thrive in that environment. I think, I think you started in an igloo craze again. You've been po- reposting people making igloos. Uh, you're recently on TikTok. I mean, what is it? Does it, I mean, also you're going through a, a isn't it like a blizzard in New York right now? Yeah, we definitely got a lot of snow. Um, you know, it, when I said it warms my heart to, to see the, the kind messages people have been sending me and things they've been saying online and, and social media and stuff about coming, you know, not being on the show or not being in the house yet. Um, the, the same thing goes for the, all the people that have been sending me uh, videos and images of all the igloos that they've been making. It's, you know what, it's so uh rewarding for me and like gratifying to to see that you know just the fun i was having in winter like and something that i like to do and just get creative on the creative side of me um inspire other people to get out in the winter and have fun and do that it's it's really cool yeah i I think it's awesome um so you go you come back into the uh summer house very very soon uh when you go into something when you're when you're late and people have already formed relationships is it like summer camp in a way of like I hope people like me again. And I hope the new people like me. Do you even have any kind of thought processes when you enter a situation where there's going to be cameras? Um, not really. Uh, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, I, I mean, what we're, we're all real friends, you know? So like I talk to like Carl and Lindsay and Danielle and Kyle and Amanda and like, we're, we all like, like that does, that never shuts off. Right. So like, I'm never, I never am nervous to get to the house or this and that. I'm always like, a little bit like, I wonder what's going on or like, I wonder like how things are going with everybody. Um, but, uh, so, so no, I was looking forward to, to meeting, um, any new people that may have been in the house. Um, I mean, that's always a treat, right. Getting to know somebody. Um, and then, uh, I honestly missed my friends a ton. and was just super stoked to get back and see them. that's why the show works is because you can sense actual friendships and you can sense that you like people. Drama is amazing on these shows, but what's really cool is when you see people actually have real friendships, because then yeah. if you guys have disagreements, you know, you have a foundation, which you're never going to like hate each other forever, you know? Well, I think it's just in life. I think it a lot, a lot of people, it allows them to, to see themselves or see their own relationships that they have with people. And, you know, I think people can relate to other people's problems and thing that things that they go through. And I feel like that's why people can be drawn are so drawn um, to the things that happen between us is just because it's so relatable and it is real. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're going to have an argument, but it, you, when you care about somebody, you, you, you find ways to get through it and you're there for each other. And, um, it's a really interesting experience and it, it really helps you grow a lot as a person. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's cool. I don't know. Um, what, uh, in terms of acting, we saw you on the flight attendant, uh, recently, I don't even know what time, I don't even know when that was now because of COVID, but like what, what, how else has the acting been, been happening? Cause I know you did one of my, uh, uh, you know, a friend I'm friendly with, uh, you know, you shot a movie, uh, like an independent film recently, has it been going good? Is that something you're still very interested in? Yes, of course. Um, I'm, I'm glad you asked actually. Yeah. So I wrapped a movie, uh, an independent film we wrapped, um, in September. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the edits of that actually. They've been working really hard on editing the film. Um, I, sh- I shot that, um, with, uh, Sophie von Pauselberg. It's, it's Bette Midler's daughter. She's an unbelievable actress and amazing human being. She's such a talent. So fun to work with. Um, uh let's see you know that that that's it that was a lot of fun but anyway so that is that's gonna be coming out i just went in for something else um 
we're self taped something else the other day for something really cool. Hopefully that goes well. And then, um, I, um, I'm, I'm actually like, things are really moving along with the movie that I'm producing. So, um, I've been working on a feature for five years with my buddy, Ari Capatos, who was, uh, on the deuce for three seasons, um, on HBO. So him and I met in acting class and, and created basically this, this story years ago and then brought somebody in to finish writing. And it. it's this whole thing has been the most amazing, um, and rewarding process. And we're, our, we're dealing with, uh, our hard deadline on script, uh, money, uh, from investors coming in within like this, this week, like actually, and all that stuff. It's like, it's huge. Like we're set to film this fall in Canada. So, um, I'll be acting in that. Um, I will be producing it, um, and having the time of my life. That's, uh, that's amazing. We talk about big leaps on this show and that sounds like a huge leap because sometimes you just got to like throw everything against the wall and just make something happen. And that sounds like one of those times. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, the whole thing's been a learning experience too. I mean, it's, you know, Ari and I, it's funny because we had met, met an acting class and it was like, you know, our, our luck and our careers were always at the hands of, of casting and, and people, you know, it's not, you don't get to just put yourself in a situation. You put in the work and you go do the work and it's up to them if they're going to decide to use you or not for the role. And we, we just looked at each other one day and we're like, you know what, man, let's like, let's make our own movie. Let's make our own success. Let's not, allow someone else to to always be the person to make our success like let's be the driving force behind our own success so we kind of took the bull by the horn and, and i looked at him i said i said let's ben affleck and matt damon the shit out of this thing i mean and yes <laughs> I mean, like, but i mean that's it's such a it's such a lottery for actors unless you you know you don't get to control your own destiny sometimes and this is actually you taking the bull by the horns and writing a part that you actually want to play and then saying i'm going to play it i'm going to cast myself i'm going to do this like that's amazing that's what sylvester stallone did in rocky that's whatever you know like this is huge um that's very exciting now where are we on the music luke you said you were going to record that song <laughs> you told me over a dm yeah. you were going in the studio to record suit and tie hair slick back where yeah. are we with that so, you know, it's funny. I, I have a, a friend out in LA um, and he reached, he reached out to me. We became friends because he reached out to me. He says, Hey, he said, I, I have a recording studio in LA. I'd love to have you come out and like record some stuff. Um, it's going to happen um, even, just for fun. Like whatever. I'll hop I, yes, but we want the song. Like it would yeah. be amazing. Wait, do you bring your guitar to the summer house? Uh, I don't remember if I, I did. I did. Okay. I did, yeah. 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 I did. I, I do bring it. Um, I mean, I always have my guitar on me. Okay, good. I just, I need, I need you at the end of the night playing songs like you did last season of summer. House. Oh my God. There was a one night where I, I'm not, I can't say too much, but the, the, I will tell you this, the acoustics in one <laughs> room there was so good. And like me and Kyle, like just one night we're, bomb just sitting in there and we've just like jammed everybody was i don't know if we woke him up or hope this but slept through but we were just rocking out man it was so much fun and just drinking and singing and we were like having our own little concert for nobody it was great <laughs> since you are real friends with all of these guys uh and you got stuck with the rumor last season about you and Lindsay, which was not true how vindicating or how happy are you that Lindsay and Carl are now officially a couple? Uh, we don't, I don't, I don't know if we get to see any of that this season, but we, they have announced it is official. You probably got to see all of that even behind the scenes. Cause you weren't filming during their romance. Did Carl ever pull you aside and go, Hey, I think, I think I'm going to go for uh, Lindsay. Did that ever happen? You know, Carl, Carl's one of my, my best friends in the whole world. And so is Lindsay. Um, and, uh, 
I, I did find out about them uh, long before I feel like a lot of people knew. Um, but, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I kept my mouth shut and just was like, all right, that's rad. Like, you know, um, and it, it was really fun to watch. Uh, I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> but, you know, like I, it's been really fun to watch um, those two and the development of, of, of what a friendship is, but also can turn into a romantic relationship. Um, and it's just so neat to see, especially because uh, Carl, you know, is, is in such a good place and, and he's like literally the best version of himself. Um, Dude, he's amazing. I mean, like it, I'm like, wow, like this, it almost, almost makes me want to give up drinking. Like, it's yeah. like, he, I mean, yeah. he just, he, I mean, he's waking up and meditating and running. Like he's making yeah. all of us look bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, he's, he's really, I, I always tell him, I said, you're an inspiration for so many people, brother. And, and I really, I really believe that, but it's, it's fun to see because like with, with him being in such a good place and, 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 and everything, I really feel like, um, like things are, are really great for them. And when you love and care about people and you, and you see things working out, you see them happy. It makes you happy. You know what did, I mean? Did you watch the first two episodes of summer house, even though you were not on it? Yes, of course, because I, I support my friends. And of course, <laughs> Well, you know what's crazy though? I wish I knew certain things prior to like getting to the Hamptons because I get there and I'm like, what? Oh shit. No. Anyway, when I get there, I have like, I mean, watching this stuff back, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I knew because like, oh my God. Anyway, that's that's what I'm down the line. (laughs) I I talked to Kyle and Amanda before I had watched the first episode uh, on the show and I did not get to watch the intensity of the first episode yet. And then I watched it and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so intense. And they seem to be doing great. Obviously they're married. Everything's yeah. good. But was that hard for you to watch even though, because you really are watching your friends behind the scenes. It's different than us watching them. Well, you know, it, it's, it's hard to see anybody you care about, um, you know, being upset. Uh, but when it comes down to it, I, you, you know, I, I, I really, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a really um, interesting situation because you're under a microscope, right? Given the circumstances of the situation that we're in. And I don't feel like Kyle and Amanda are, are any different from a lot of couples in this world. It just so happens that they happen to be under a microscope on, on TV, <laughs> you know? So like, <laughs> but, but like, you know, we, we like, it's understandable. So, you know, I definitely feel, I feel for them because I'm sure sometimes it can be, um, overwhelming to hear so many opinions from people, but I think it's expected. And, and hopefully, you know, you have a, a, a thick enough skin to, to battle through it. But at the end of the day, like the, I, my mom always told me this, and this is something I've said to them too. And, and I, I find it to be really true. Um, the people that have always had it, the people relationships that are oftentimes super easy don't last. And the relationships that you have battle through, like the hard times and things usually last forever. Um, and, and I, I just think it's super admirable, you know, that their love, uh, always gets them through, through anything that might be difficult. And yeah. it's really nice to see. And I was just with them at lunch um, and, uh, and they're great. Yeah, Wait, wait, didn't you guys all go to car uh, New York hotspot carbone? We did. It was uh, a late, late birthday celebration for Carl. Um, you did know, you Con- did you see Kanye West there? Was he there at all? Or? <laughs> That's the hotspot Luke. I did not, but That's there's a little joke. So, so Carl has these like, big winter boots he was going to wear. And I was like, Oh my God, dude, you'd look just like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like, how, how is the, uh, the, the jewelry clothing line RC? How, how's, how's it all going? Cause last time we were talking, you also had just released uh scents, uh, cologne, perfume, all that kind of stuff. How is your, your line going? 
Wow, man. So things are good. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to build the business up to, to I want to hand it over to my parents eventually to kind of take over because my, my mom, um, <clears throat> you know, for some health reasons and stuff, I really yeah. don't want her to have to work in an environment given the COVID thing. So it'd be nice if she could work from home. So ideally I'd like to build up the business and then hand it off to them. Cause I've got other things I, I want to plan. I'm planning on doing, but, um, things are good, man. I, you know, I, I recently, um, launched a new candle line. Uh, I, I, I have a whole new candle line. I, they're completely different from what I did. So if people, I put the website on, people can go get a Luke candle right now. Yeah. And, okay. and they're in double and single wick. See guys, <laughs> he knows Bravo is very concerned with the amount of wicks that are on a candle. That's very right, smart. Yeah. Very smart. I had to give people options, but no, I have, they're, they're, they came out really great. So those are cool. I also um, have been talking to um, the people I work with for sense in Paris uh, about doing men's and women's uh, body wash and lotions to go along with the perfume. So I'm working on that. Um, and then I also am in talks of some, another thing uh, with like a, a CBD type thing going. That I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Entrepreneur. There's um, a lot going on, man. A lot of moving parts. Right? I love it. I love it. So uh, we got nine more minutes left. So I'm going to ask you some stuff about the actual summer house. Um, yeah. What, where do you fall on the Andrea Page Craig triangle that we're about to see on this week's episode? Where did you stand? And you going in, you were probably already like kind of uh, not realizing everything that had happened beforehand. What was your opinion? I really like Andrea. I like Craig too. I mean, where did you fall on that? I mean, I, I honestly, <laughs> I was like, okay, so I... I'm like, like I have Craig and Austin are like with me in Minnesota. Like we're partying and having the time of our lives, like um, over the 4th of July. Cause they're a riot. They're, they're good guys. Right. And I have a lot of fun with them. So they're good friends. And we, um, but, but I was like, wait, so Craig, like there's, he's telling me like things about his life. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, what's going to happen when you, when you get house, man? Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. Um, and then, you know, I, I just found it to be a bit weird because like andrea page craig they're friends at this thing but then i also was like this is weird too because page like nailed me to the cross for exactly like, that's what, exactly I'm like, I'm like you're literally a walking contradiction like your picture is under walking and contradiction in the dictionary i'm like <laughs> you're like he's a fuck boy um you're like what else to say he's i knew this all along about him he was this he's i'm like page i'm like you're talking to 10 guys in the city I'm like, you're playing these two guys at the same time. You're and she admits it. She, she proudly with. admits it on the show, you guys. We all saw her proudly admit it. And she's like, it's not my problem that so many people like me. But I know she probably cares once they get in front of her face but this week, mean, I bet. Are, are guys different from women? Like, I mean, not, I mean, yeah, I mean, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. No, but, but like, yeah. my, point, my point is, why was it okay for her to treat me that way? But yet she's literally... Being well, I hope I hope that gets brought up at some point this season. I hope the double standard will get brought up. But and what is your relationship to uh, Andrea? He seems like a really good, fun guy. Um, Andrea's a nice guy. He's, he's a really nice guy. Um, we've uh, we. I mean, I don't hang out with him a ton because I'm like busy and doing a bunch. Yeah, but Andrea's a really nice guy. I mean, you know, all the girls love him because he's a good looking dude. And uh, <laughs> oh, so oh, Luke, like you're not a good looking dude. God, yeah, I love. Oh, wait, man. wait. By the way. When you're around other good-looking dudes, do you get jealous uh, at all, even though you are a good-looking dude? This is a great question. Oh, my God. Are you ever like, 
Hey, that guy, like, do you, as good looking dudes, do you ever get jealous of other good looking dudes? I just see myself as me and I'm not, that might sound <laughs> okay, but I don't think I'm anything different than anybody else, man. We all put our pants on the same way and we all have our things about us that are good. Facts. I can't even fit into my pants anymore, Luke. That's not true I, at all. I wear, ba- I wear basketball shorts all the time. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, okay. This is the question I have to ask. Uh, every girl asks that. Who is Luke in love with? Who is Luke seen? There's so many rumors. There's a rumor potentially you and Maya from Summer House. We did see another woman at the Watch What Crappens Awards the other night. We uh, there. You are linked with so many women. Who has Luke's heart right now? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, well, first off, I'll never close the door on Maya because she is an amazing woman and she's beautiful. Uh, and and I have uh, I have a lot of fun with her. She's super intellectual and she's a really amazing person. Um, I, um, you know, for me, it took me so long, like abnormally long to get over my past. And uh, I'm finally in a place um, where I really want to get a girlfriend. Like, I feel like I'm ready to have a girlfriend again. And, and I'm dating around trying to find the right person. Um, but my heart is completely open and ready to find somebody. It just needs to be the right person. I love that. It's like two bros. I'm like, how will you know when your heart feels right, Luke? Like, how did you know when it was the right time to like, look for a girlfriend again? And do you ever have to now have concern with whoever I choose? They potentially have to be willing to show this love on camera. Yeah, they, they definitely would have to, um, you know, and, and I think, and I, the thing for me is I want to, I want to share, um, my relationship with the world, because I definitely think that, um, if I have something special with somebody, I think that that's cool. I think it's cool for people to see that, that whole process, you know, I do too. Um, you know, and, and, and for me, like, that's, what's exciting is, is to finally be in a place where, um, you know, you're ready to like, take that step again. You know, Um, it's a scary scary thing to do, right. Um, the vulnerability thing, but when you have to go through the whole process of your breakup and like almost getting engaged in the heartbreak and the thing, it's like, it just takes a really long time, but uh, you don't have to say anything specific, but do we get to see any of exploration of that this season? Potentially. I will tell you right now, going into last, this past summer, um, I was, it was out of COVID. I was ready just to have fun. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I own my shit. Like I was saying, like, that's all I can say. Um, okay. So, uh, and then a uh, couple more minutes. I was very happy to see in the winter house that you, uh, Sierra hugged you when you first got there. Are you and Sierra better? Because we really saw her take a weird turn with you on last season of summer house. Are you guys in a good spot that always bummed me out that she kind of treated, she went to the page Hannah side. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, I've always been, I've always been nice to her regardless of how she's treated me. And I think you get to a point where <clears throat> somebody it treats you so poorly so many times or so long that you're like, okay, cool, like whatever. But I don't know if you ever really can be real cool with that person. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But I mean, she's said and done a lot of like kind of like, I guess, mean or hurtful things to me. And it's just like, why? And there's no reason for it. Um, so I just chalk it up for what it is. And, whatever yeah you know like i'll be civil for sure that's amazing but i would always just get nervous anytime i was in that vicinity because i don't want anybody ever angry or like pissy with me or like that i mean like do you get nervous having to like walk around with people that like potentially say crap about you i mean it says more about them than it does about you. yeah um also i gotta say i want to know your thoughts on carl and um uh kyle 
said they would never want to uh, get ready with you to go out anywhere because you listen <laughs> to country music in your bathroom too much. Yeah. They yeah. Well, watch what happens live. They totally busted you out. What were your thoughts on that? That was so funny. Um, well, first and foremost, nobody in that house likes to listen to country music, really, like especially out there. I'm like, I need country music like to get ready and like shower and go out. Um, and the only time that you can really listen to music is when you're in the bathroom, like getting ready to go out. So like, yeah, I go in there, I put on my music, I get ready, I get pumped up and I go out. It's like my fucking 10 minutes to get ready. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you guys are making it sound. But, <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but no, that's, that's just the reality of it. And, and I, I actually messaged them after and I was like, you guys are absolutely ridiculous. And I was laughing with them. It was funny. Um, and, uh, the other question everybody wanted to know, are you and Hannah speaking at all? anymore um i do not talk to hannah at all um but you know i wish her the best i yeah. hope she's doing well um i cool. you know at the end of the day uh, i wouldn't i just i hope she's doing really well yeah that's awesome luke Gobrinson. uh wait what is that movie called uh that you worked on that's that's going to be coming out oh the, love, Re- the- love reconsidered love reconsidered so guys let's look out for love reconsidered i'm sure i'll be posting it all over my stories when it's out we got to look for the hit single suit and tie hair slick back which he promises me I'm going to start a GoFundMe for him to record this song if he doesn't do it on his own accord. We're going to put the links to his uh, all his products, the candles, all of that stuff. And he is going to be appearing very, very soon on Summer House for the remainder of the season. We have missed him so much. Follow him on all the socials. And Luke, thank you so much. I, I really, you are one of the nicest guys that does this uh, whole reality show game. So I really, really appreciate you, dude. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate the kind words. And thank you so much for having me on. Brother. I really appreciate it. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Five, four, three. Folks, it's that time of every episode that we get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by my friends at Anna Luisa. Uh, It is the new year, and uh, I know we all want to reinvent our style, right? So that's why 
you got to go to Anna Luisa Jewelry. Um, Anna Luisa Jewelry is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but it's also like really pretty. You know, if you ask me, they actually sent me a couple uh, of things that I got to choose. And uh, hey, mom, if you're listening, you might be getting a Valentine's Day gift. But they really were beautiful. They're, they, they, they're for all ages. I thought they were really, really pretty and very cool and actually very affordable. Their versatile designs are perfect to mix and match and wear every day. So you can layer your necklaces together, as I see a lot of ladies doing these days. Uh, Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. A cute ring to show off at the grocery store when you pay for your groceries. Uh, there's a dainty bracelet for when you pick up an iced coffee and luxurious necklaces that make your friends think, yo, she's making a lot of money. Uh, she's wearing a necklace like that. But the best part is Anna Luisa jewelry starts at $39. The prices are incredible. With our code so bad, you can get 40% off your order at shop.analuisa.com. That is 40% off, you guys. That's huge. I'm not a math guy, but that's almost 50%, which is almost half off. That's exciting. So at Anna Luisa, once again, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, their pieces are the perfect gift for anybody on your list, a friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter to spoil, or even yourself. Yeah, yeah, just buy something for yourself. It's so easy to do. I do it all the time on the computer. It's wild. Plus, the gift guide on their website, along with their bestsellers page, are great destinations to browse most gifted options. And that's really important because I went on their website, you guys, and they had so much to choose from. But that was an actual great place to start because... Uh, I'm trying to learn more about jewelry now, but it's actually awesome. They show you what their bestsellers are, things that you should pay attention to. Um, while you're at it, if you're going to get yourself a necklace, why don't you throw one in for your sister? Why don't you throw one in for that cousin that you barely speak to, but it's kind of a nice thing like, hey, I remember you. Just buy jewelry for everybody because you're getting 40% off anyways. Uh, oh, how could I forget? New jewelry collections are released every Friday. Wow. That's cool. Uh, so get yourself and your loved ones the perfect gift with up to 40% off. Check out Anna Luisa at shop.analuisa.com forward slash so bad. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And if you guys have a problem, always email me. Uh, I know you guys are going to love them. And now back for the remainder of our show. Suit and tie, hair slick back. Suit and tie, hair slick. That's a Luke Gobranson original. I will be getting my hands on the recorded version of that song one day. Mark my, mark my words. It is my one goal as an adult male to get that to get him in the studio. We gotta lay this down. Could you imagine? Oh, now I'm picturing him at the Buca de Beppo party. He's like, I just came in to play. A couple chords of a song. Sing along if you know the words. Suit and hair slick back. Uh, he is so nice, though. I, I, I say I talk to a lot of these people, you guys, and you really quickly start to like be able to like tell who is super nice, like inside, and not just a complete uh, schmuck. And he has always come out 
very, very nice. And I'm not talking about that relationship with Hannah. I'm just talking about how he's always treated me just so, so, so loving. And he said, did I just say so loving? I'm an idiot. Um, oh, also, I'm a little nervous right now, you guys, because I'm me, but also because I'm talking to Miss Taylor Armstrong in less than an hour. Yeah. Taylor Armstrong, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She started it all, folks. You might know her um, a little bit about uh, that cat meme, but she is so important to reality show history. And she's coming for Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2 at Bluestone Manor, which is just wild. But I am so excited slash nervous to talk to her. You know, before I did any of this stuff, you guys, I was an avid fan who just watched these shows just out of my own accord. And I didn't even go online to ever talk about it, ever. And I just, I mean, remember uh, Kennedy's birthday party? Remember, like, that was the first extravagant Bravo Housewives Christmas party? And remember the important work she did on behalf of domestic abuse for women? I mean, there are a lot of interesting things and so many things I'm curious about. And I just, I hope, I hope she's doing good. I mean, I, I think she is if she decided to come back on reality TV or she's doing really bad and that's why she decided to come back on. We'll find out which. What if she's like, Ryan, I got to be honest with you. It is bad. I did not want to ever come back. I mean, she's on a cast, you guys, with Brandy Glanville, Dorinda, Eva Marcel, um, so many others where it's like this thing. I mean, I think... Um, uh, uh, not sure. Uh, Phaedra. I think Phaedra's in that cast as well from Atlanta. That is going to, and I hear it's explosive. I also hear it was supposed to be in March and now got pushed back to June. Um, and I think maybe that is because they're going to start airing Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season one on March 4th or 7th, I believe. Um, and they're going to air that on Bravo so you don't have to get Peacock, even though. I'm telling you, Peacock does not sponsor me in any way, but I love Peacock. My roommate, I say this every day now, she like went through the entire run of Vanderpump Rules, and it's all there on Peacock, and you don't have to watch ads, and uh, it's just, you know like that thing where you're so trained to watch an ad if you watch Bravo Live? And so, like, you almost prepare yourself. Like, you start looking down at your phone and getting on, and they're like, oh, my God, there's no commercials on Peacock. Sweet. You know? Even though sometimes I now, <laughs> I love this is the, this show should be called, as I get older, as I do get older, though, I do sometimes like, and especially when I'm taking the notes, like, for Summer House today, for the recap, I was taking notes. I like when the breaks happen, and I, I don't fast forward through them anymore because I need to give my fingers a little time to to rest from typing so furiously, trying to give you the best recap ever. You guys, this is episode three. This episode is called Heartbreak in the Hamptons. Woo! Now, if I was a detective, which I kind of am because I do a podcast, I would say this has to do with the Hamptons because that is where the summer house is located. We have a new house. It's very beautiful. I'm feeling okay in there, even though there is something about me being a fuddy-duddy where I miss the old summer houses, where I'm just like, I wonder how they're doing. Like, it would be so nice if the old summer house came over and visited the new summer house structurally and just like the new summer house could show them around the place and just so there's no bad vibes between the houses. Uh, because I do think about that. That's like a cast member, like it's called summer house. How are you going to leave the summer house? If I was the summer house and I was, I'm assuming that the houses are real people, I would sign a contract with Bravo saying, 
you have to film five seasons in me right now in the summer house. But now they're doing a new summer house. It's better. The pool area is awesome. And we got to see a 4th of July pool party, which is just so shocking to see after COVID. But, like, they're back, man. And they were drinking, partying. I miss that chaoticness of all of the cameras and all of the people. And you also, like, remember when you used to, used to get shit canned at a pool party? Like, it, I'm like, wow, I remember that. Everybody's like, yeah, like a little loose lip. I would love to know in reality what kind of music plays because I don't know if it interferes the sound because it would be very weird if they had a DJ booth, but they're not allowed to play music. So you just hear rumbling, blah, 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 like just people talking and splashing. And then you hear a smack because Andrea got hit in the face, slapped in the face because he threw a girl in the pool, which he still is really um, he's very hurt in this episode still. And he's very sad. I like that, Andrea. I like, and this shows us, no matter where you're from, no matter what language you speak, we all speak the language of emotions. He's like, I feel sad. You know, and he's like, boo-hoo. And I like that. Like, it speaks volumes. Like, and what a connected male where he's like, I can recognize what I'm feeling, and I believe this feeling is sadness. Hats off, Andrea. Hats off. And also, I really don't like Craig anymore. Um, So... And also with the, the the title Heartbreak in the Hamptons, I still, if anybody from Bravo listens, I know some of you guys do, and I know some producers do. I know, you know, if you, if you, you know who you are, I know you're listening. Tell me how you guys come up with the names. Like, what is the creative process? Is there an email that goes around? Is it like everybody gives a syllable and we'll try to make that a title? What is it? And like, does whoever win the title contest, do they get a prize? I'm assuming it is a contest. Because like, like, are people like, heartbreak in the home? No, no, no. What about heartbreak in the pool? No, 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 no. What about heartbreak in the Hamptons? Boom. Nice, Randy. You got a promotion. That's an amazing title. Like, I want to know how that all goes down. Or maybe it's just really formal over email. Um, I was talking to somebody that is talking to an editor right now of reality shows. And he um, he made he made the... Uh, I guess she pointed out to me, it's like, yeah, like, remember, it's a job like anything else. Like, we don't sometimes love our jobs. Like, this person doesn't give a rip about what they're editing. Like, to us, it's gold. To us, it's like, you got unedited footage of Beverly Hills. Could I have it, please? But they're like, oh, God, I just want to get home. I hate work. You know, potentially that's how they're feeling. And I always have to remember that is I'm like, God, it must be amazing going to work, just doing such important historical work. And in their head, they're like, oh, I hate doing this. I want to I just don't want to do. Why did I choose reality shows as a profession? You know, it's always something that I, I think about in the back of my head of like how much, if any, of these people are enjoying their jobs because they have the toughest job ever. They're having to wrangle these people. Um, OK, so. It says previously on Summer House, and we see shots of the Fourth of July party. We have the Carl and Sierra relationship that might be blooming because Carl kept saying soberly, "Like you got a real tight bod. You got you're looking real good over there, Sierra." He didn't say tight bod, but that was kind of the vibe. It was kind of like I I appreciate Carl's nerdiness when he doesn't drink, but he's just like, "Yeah, I li- I'm liking what I'm seeing over there soberly. I like it." And Sierra's like, "I bet Carl's got a huge dong. Like she can't like I bet he's you know that man's packing." Once again, I said this on Monday's episode, I would love, and thank you, Samaj, if you're listening, Samaj tweeted at me, uh, hey, horse C-word, because I asked people to call me horse C-word. Cock. Um, 
because it would just be so nice to start that rumor and then like it would be so cool if girls then whispered about you of like oh my god you know that thing is like huge right like it's just always something that sounds so cool um and my, by the way, in reality, it might be a huge imposition. People might be scared of you if you walked in a room and you're like, oh, my God, that guy has, like, a lethal weapon between his legs, you know? I don't know. Just stuff I think about. Uh, we also have the Robert and Danielle fight from last because Robert is so busy as a chef. And Daniel's like, I don't get to see you enough, Robert. Even though I thought they already had these conversations, I don't know if this is for the camera, but Daniel seems very upset during the 4th of July weekend. And of course, we had Amanda and Kyle fighting, which is just like, dang. Because I hate to use the word trigger, but it does like make me remind me of bad parts I've had of relationships. And it kind of exhausts you to watch because I genuinely like both of them and I get scared for the future for both of them, but not because you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're just, they're, they're both at very, um, a very crucial time in their relationship. And Kyle seems very firm on not admitting defeat ever. And that's how he looks at it is defeat. He doesn't look at it as, Oh, this is my partner, even though he wants her to be a partner and keeps using that to her. But he looks at it as like winning an argument. Almost. I feel like, I feel like Kyle is a very competitive person, which is amazing. I wish I was more like that, but when it comes to relationships, you can't be competitive and you can't be finger pointing you know, there's always, unfortunately, if you screw up, you screw up. You can't then point to somebody else and go, well, you do, you did this. Like, it just doesn't work, you know? And then, of course, we're also going to get the Andrea Craig Page situation. Uh, so we get a small clip of Andrea telling Page, like, The Vermont has meant so much to me. Uh, I love Craig. Uh, Craig, don't talk to me no more because of you, Page. Uh, and Paige had kind of hinted that she was. Like, I'm sorry, man. Paige is all tough talk in her talking head. She's always like, eh, I got guys fighting all over me. Eh, eh, eh. But in the reality of that situation, you could tell she deeply cares. And I, I mean, she's like, man, look at me. I'm so cool. I'm Paige Sorbo. But in reality, I think she really cares. And I think she, I mean, I'm, oh, I'm not for like pitting people against each other. And I think it's like cool at first, but we see later on, it's not that cool. I mean, I don't know. I I, I want to believe the best in Paige. So I, I don't love her talking heads this episode, especially of like, what's not to like? I got guys fan all over me. Um, <laughs> so we start off. I do gotta. I do have a word with Bravo. I am so tired of them not having the summer house theme. The summer house theme is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful theme song. Uh, sung by the same Dina Deadly who does the Vanderpump Rules theme song. This lady, we got to get her on the show, Sandra, because she, like, she's got more hits than Elton John in terms of just Bravo. That's my phone. Don't worry. I cracked another phone. This is why I break as many things as I do. Okay, so we start off Sunday, 7, 10 p.m. We see that. So that means some, you know, cameraman was like, clock it, 7, 10 p.m., this footage. People are still rocking at the 4th of July party. We see Paige laying in bed with Sierra after Andrea went to uh, go pee. And Sierra's like, I want to make out with Carl tonight. And... We see Andre in the other room holding his nose because he got hit. He got slapped and he 
comes back into the room with Paige. He's like, oh, I want to get to bed with everybody. And Sierra's like, oh, the bed's wet. And he's like, Paige got it wet. Uh, we cut outside. Lindsay is trying to get vodka. Alex is trying to, like, be flirty. And he's like, he's like, you know, the fitness industry is a wild industry. So it, it's it's whatever. Everybody's still rocking. Alex does let us know that he has to look like Captain America all year. You know, he's like, those Marvel guys only have to to look like that for three months. But as a fitness professional, I have to look like that every day of the year. I do think, unfortunately, for Alex, after he gets all of the feedback that we've been giving, <laughs> the unwarranted feedback we've been giving him, he's he might go to a slimmer bodybuilder. Like, he's like thick bodybuilder. He might thin out. You know what I'm saying? I think we've given him a lot of unnecessary feedback so far, and I think we're not not loving the chunky muscles. It's like when Drake started getting, like, you know, all ripped, but, like, chunky ripped. Like, there's not an ounce of fat on Alex, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we, as a society, and I hate, I'm a thicker guy, so I, I'm not even nearly as ripped as Alex, uh, but we as a society seem to love the people that are, like, skinny ripped you know what i'm saying so i hope i wonder how alex is doing with all of this feedback oh also i needed to tell you guys last week i did when i did the recap i was saying did alex really try to hit on that lady by talking about taking digestive pills and i was like boggled by it because i was like who tries to hit on somebody and then like yo by the way i do take digestive pills and a listener um wrote me and kind of helped me actually saying um so he says in the scene, you guys, because I'm half Asian, when I drink, I get really wet, red. Uh, basically, I have to eat a lot of food when I'm drinking, so it doesn't show. And I also take digestive digestion pills. That was the exact quote. And that's why you always got to not listen to me at all. So he says uh, he's referring to taking Pepsi to help reduce the glow. Um, this listener writes, she says, or I guess it could be because he's also eating a lot to combat the glow redness. But either way, it's because he gets flush when he drinks. And uh, this is a um, seems to be something that has always affected the Asian community uh, we, we, and they take Pepsid. So I didn't even know this was a thing, but it's a whole thing, you guys. I still think it's weird that he potentially brought up digestion pills in front of the girl, and there's many other weird things that he says because he seems so nervous hitting on people, but I had no idea that's why he was taking digestion pills. So that is something that we can all learn, and Ashley, thank you to that listener for reaching out. That was actually awesome. So uh, he's like, yeah, I'm a fitness trainer and model. Uh, we see the party ending. Carl's just hugging strangers. He's like, ah, I'm so miserable. Ah, uh, we see Amanda. Amanda is doing goodbye fireball shots. And she's just she has the handle of fireball. And she's just walking around pouring shots into mouths. Amanda is on one, which is just like, screw you, Kyle. You want to see on one? I'll be on one. Um People are in the house, and Amanda's trying to get everybody to leave now. I don't know why people are in the house, because I was told from Amanda and Kyle they were not allowed in the house. Um, we see Lindsay flash from the uh, second floor balcony. Uh, Maya has taken to doing food ordering for the crew, because everybody's just wasted trying to get ready for this Monday. This has been a very successful Sunday 4th of July party. We cut to Carl and Kyle outside, and Carl's like, yeah. I'm really clear-headed right now. I'm sober. I met so many cool people. And yeah, Sierra's gorgeous. Uh, you know, Sierra's gorgeous. But uh, the place is trashed. And Kyle goes, Ugh, 
I can't get into it, you know? This fight with Amanda has bummed me out. And Carl's like, um, you know, just talk it, talk it out. And then we hear throughout this episode frogs having sex, or that's what they say. You're hearing like, ribbit, 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 like uh, drowning out all the sound. And Carl's like, all the frogs are having sex right now classic uh amanda we see trying to catch a frog and she's like i can't catch a frog even these are hard you know whatever carl then goes into the house and hugs sierra in the kitchen like carl's trying to lay it down but i really do hold to this theory that carl being new in his sobriety of six months is still learning how to flirt properly i believe that he was very he was way more comfortable flirting when he was drunkies you know like he's like yeah fuck it i'm carl i got three balls what's going on when he was drunk that was cool but now i think that's why he kind of sounds a little like all over the place uh like he's awesome looks awesome acting awesome but you can just sense there's there's you guys know what i'm saying there's like a little bit of a hiccup like he's just kind of awkwardly hitting on sierra these past couple of episodes um he walks out back into the back again with Sierra and he goes, Hey, I'm looking at my app six months sober today. And Sierra straddle jumps on and straddles him. And I'm like, fuck, I should just tell people I'm six months sober and see if they'll just jump on me. And she's like, Oh, we can't drink, but we can order pizza. Thank you, Sierra. Um, Alex, <laughs> Alex is inside. I, Alex is, I mean, Far and away turning into my favorite cast member, Alex, Maya, and Pedro on the couch. And he goes, he's smelling his fingers. And he goes, hey, my fingers smell like Cajun shrimp. (laughs) My finger, we need a shirt of my fingers smell like Cajun shrimp. Who, like, I love Alex. I really do. Like, I'm loving Alex in a non-joking way now of, like, just the most random things that this man says. My, and it's always food related. My fingers smell like Cajun shrimp. Um, and Maya and Amanda go, oh, that's that's our love language. They're trying to be nice to him. We cut to Robert and Danielle. Remember, they were having a fight earlier. And, uh, you know, Danielle's like, the fact that you're not going to be a guest here very often, you know, because you have to open your restaurant, that sucks. That's really sucks. And Robert says, this is so fucking stupid, Danielle. You've been giving me shit this entire time. Carl hears this, tries to hug Robert as Danielle walks away. Everybody's tipsy. Never a good time to actually have a deep conversation, which is always funny because every time you're tipsy, you want to usually have a deep conversation. I do not know the logic behind that, but that seems to be how it is. Um... Danielle's complaining says he leaves at 7 a.m. He comes home at 10 a.m. And Maya, who used to date a chef, is like, that's pretty good hours, actually. Uh, Andrea gets the food that just got delivered to the door. He's like, hey, the food got delivered from the door. Um, Alex pops his head up. He's like, you guys ordered food? Like, I, I love this guy. Pay attention. Like, this guy, his whole thing is food. And I love it. So anytime food is mentioned or shown, Alex has got to be involved. It's kind of cool. He's he's like got that market cornered. Uh, Amanda goes into the room and just kind of like throws shit around, but not in an angry way, just in a drunken I give up way. Maya takes a box of pizza and runs upstairs to Paige. And she goes, you know, like she's like yellow jackets, like, you know, with the antler queen. Like, may I present you a pizza queen, Queen Paige. And Maya's like, all you do is sleep, Paige. Eat a carb. 
Uh, Amanda's already in bed. The summer house is shutting down. We feel the summer house coming to a close, settling in for the night. Um, Robert sneaks into bed. Daniel's already there in the dark. Kyle comes into the room, puts in earplugs, and is like, I'm putting in earplugs. See you tomorrow. Maya stays up and does all the cleaning in the kitchen. Uh, she says in a talking ad, she talks about this with her therapist all the time, but things that are clean are one of her simple pleasures. I got to tell you, I'm really digging Maya. I'm digging her a lot. And you heard that Luke, something might be going on between Luke and Maya. Did Like, didn't he, didn't, weren't they kind of, didn't he kind of insinuate that? Or am I just making up things for attention? I don't know. Um, we cut to Monday, 9, 10 a.m., July 5th. The summer house is up. We see four boxes pop up on screen. Boop, 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 boop which is very exciting. I'm always like, did that cost $3 million? Like the technical aspect of putting four boxes of the screen endlessly fascinates me. And you're going to be like, Ryan, haven't you seen Zoom? And I'm like, yeah, but this is on my TV. Like it's very exciting for me. Uh, Amanda wakes up and goes, ouch. Uh, we see Alex, of course, making a five-course meal in the kitchen. We see an overhead shot of him, you know, just prepping his food. Uh, Andrea, we see him putting his teeny-weeny bikini on. Hey, I'm Andrea. Put on little tiny undies. Who cares, right? Amanda says again, ow. Robert's outside cleaning up the fish boil from the other night, which is, that did kind of shock me. I'm obviously not a very clean man, but it very much shocked me that they left all that out overnight. Like, are the Hamptons safe? Like, I felt like they're, like, they're foxes or anything like that. I mean, when, I just would worry that, some bear is going to show up in the Hamptons and try to get that fish boil, the, the boil, you know? Um, Paige says, uh, I don't, I remember saying multiple things yesterday and I don't remember a lot of things. Everybody's kind of having that. What the fuck happened yesterday moment. Amanda in a talking head says, wow, this is how we started our summer. It's a, it's a little scary. I don't know what to do uh, in regards to her and Kyle. We cut to Andrea. He's like, my face is better, but it's still sad. Sick. Hey, Andrea, sad. Uh, Carl, of course, guess what? He's up early. He's out running. And he goes, my beautiful oasis. It's beautiful out here. Damn you, Carl. Damn you. All you people, they're like, I feel ready to tackle the day. Like, damn you. Does anybody fucking binge watch shows on Summer House? Like, it'd be like, oh, guess what? Like, I remember watching a full day of Run's House on MTV one day. Never watched Run's House in my life, but I was hungover. And all of a sudden I was like, I need to know everything about Reverend Run's family. <laughs> you know, like, you'd be like, I guess I'm watching another episode of Run's House. Like, Where's that? I want to see more of that, you know, of like Andre, like, hey, I give up. Uh, you know what? I don't need no six pack. I'm going to stay in and watch uh, uh, Forensic Files. Hey. Um, so we cut to Robert talking to Lindsay about uh, his problems with Danielle. And he's like, she expects me to stop my life. And it's, you know, be all about her. You know, this is supposed to be fun. And Lindsay says, yeah, the fourth is supposed to be fun. Uh, Alex lets us know a little bit about more about him. We, you know, he says, uh, my mom always told me to be super humble, which is hard in the fitness industry, which is just, it's wild. Like, I don't know. I'm really enjoying, I do want to tell you guys one thing. When I went to Arizona state university, the Harvard of the West, I lived in Manzanita dorm the first year and 
supposedly the cool dorm. And I still think about this all the time of like, I still think about how bizarre it is at 18 years old. If you're lucky enough, you get to go to college and you've lived with your parents up until this point. And it's like the summer camp that never ends, you know? And then you realize on the other side of that is your actual life. And I remember, you know, moving into this dorm, all of a sudden you're with some stranger and my dude, I lived I don't know why I'm whispering. I lived with a bodybuilder and I would wake up and he'd be like doing poses and he would like shave his whole body and he would only eat cans of tuna. And um, it was like really, you know, and here's me, Mr. Goofy Theater Guy. I'm putting like posters all over the wall and he's just like just a tub of protein and like tuna cans. And it was so uh, I was like, this is such a weird college experience. You know, like it was so weird. Um but I think about that with Alex. I think about my my roommate freshman year at Manzanita a lot. Uh, nice guy. Nice guy. We never, like, fully, you know, like, I don't think he ever got me, uh, which, you know, I, don't, I wasn't looking for him to get me. But it was just such a weird experience. Like, I remember just that summer camp vibe of, like, oh, fuck. I can't go back to my house, you know? Uh, Sierra is uh, talking about Carl right when he comes in. And uh, he's like, hey, ladies, what's going on? I've started my day. And all the women just look trashed. Carl starts to clean immediately because he's Superman. Uh, Danielle goes out to help him. Maya goes, Carl, I did tackle the kitchen last night. And Carl's like, and and I appreciate it so much. Uh, Alex, we see, tries to throw away vodka. He's like, well, Lizzie's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, well, the cap was off. And Lizzie's like, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not like vodka. Wait. I can ask you guys, like, I ask you guys so many questions. Vodka doesn't go bad, right? Like, that's not, like, Alex is just throwing away shit willy-nilly, and I'm Mr. Anti-throwaway shit to a fault. But, like, come on, man. You don't throw away gold like that. That's medicine, right? <laughs> Lindsay tells the girls um, that... Uh, Lindsay's like, Alex tried to do this. He's crazy. And Paige is like, yeah, I would I would eat a pizza if it was still out there. Uh, they were like talking about eating the, the, the seafood boil if it was still out there after he cleaned it. And of course, Amanda and Paige are just watching everyone clean. That's another thing, man. Paige has got everybody. Paige has got everybody like pressed in the fact that she doesn't have to you guys all, she doesn't have to do any work. You know that, right? She doesn't have to do any work. She gets out of everything. And Amanda sometimes, and I, and believe me, Kyle is in the wrong. But Kyle keeps insinuating, if you watch the show carefully like I do, that Amanda doesn't pull her weight in a lot of scenarios. And I always think that Kyle means, is Kyle like, she's lazy? Is that what he's he means and is this an example of that like is he saying like don't be like Paige I don't know I'm just making connections Kyle says in a talking head there's a lot of things that I wish I could take back about this weekend new scene Monday 12.04 p.m. Carlito is breathing on his sunglasses in his room cleaning them he's like <sighs> Lindsay's like oh I'm I thought you were doing yoga or something but this is like I love Car Carlito in the sense that he's just Every scene with him, he's doing something active. He's cleaning up or, you know, polishing his glasses or taking a run. You know, like the guy has got it going on. He, I, No joke. It is really inspiring to me. Um, 
Andrea says, uh, hey, my luggage is heavier than it was two days ago. Explain that, huh? Paige and Andrea um, are on the couch sitting next together, and he's like, yeah, this uh, week I work for a bridal registry. I model for a bridal catalog. And Andrea says, uh, in a talking head, after this weekend, I feel like me and Paige are we're back. Uh, and Craig is not in the building, so hey, <laughs> it's all Andrea time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he tells Paige, he goes, thank you for this weekend. And she's like, yeah, totally. So glad you're here for the rest of the summer. But you can sense it's not at, like, I've been in those situations, you guys, where you're like, oh, my God, I think a girl's really into me. And then all of a sudden you sense, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, she's not into me any longer you know like was, i remember oh my god i remember when i was like 26 i was like out of that long relationship and remember going out and my buddy nick's sister came into town and brought one of her college friends there and we were all at a bar drinking tequila shots and she was kind of like i i was told she was feeling my vibe which i was like nobody's felt my vibe in so long i was like this is that's amazing and i was like wow and then like we kissed and I remember, oh my gosh, if you guys remember, there, there's actually this comedian, Josh Fadum. He's hysterical. He's been on 30 Rock. Uh, he's on uh, Better Call Saul. Really amazing stand-up. Really interesting looking dude as well. He's just so, but just so funny. And I remember uh, back at Nick's place, we went back and me and this girl were on this like couch and like everybody went to bed and it was just us. And I was like, wow, we get to make out some more. And then Josh Fadum like comes in. And he's like, "Oh, he had like a bag of Taco Bell." I remember. He's like, "Oh, cool." Uh, he's like, "Oh, everybody go to sleep." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, yeah, you missed, uh, you missed the party." He's like, "Oh no," and he's like, "Well, I'll just hang out with you guys then." And we had to watch. Like, we he just hung there for like two hours out there, and I had I hadn't kissed somebody in years, and he, you know. Oh, I always remember that. It's it was so hysterical. It was like when you write in that moment where you're like, he's picking up the cue of like, yeah, well, gotta go. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna stay here and you can watch me eat my chili cheese burrito over the course of two hours. <sighs> so uh Alex, we see eating a pot of rice. <laughs> Cause he says, he's like, not gonna eat for five hours. So he's like shoving rice into his gullet. Kyle goes, uh guess I'm just going to go out and lay in the the sun. And Amanda told Kyle that she's going to go back with the girls, have breakfast with them, and then drive back to the city with them. And Kyle's like, oh, okay. So Kyle has to drive back by himself. So he just goes and lays out by the pool. And you can just tell he's just completely defeated. So breakfast is with Maya, Paige, Amanda, and Sierra. Paige says, uh, oh, my God. I'm going to drink all this soda they have here. And then we see Paige goes, oh, my God, last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I ate from the box of pizza that was on the floor. And then I chugged an entire two liter bottle of Diet Coke. And you guys, they have footage of this and it looks like Bigfoot. Like it just looks like night vision camera of like, go, go, go. And by the way, you guys, I've, I've done this. Like this is pay. Like to think Paige is like me is so scary for both of our accounts but i'm like that's she's a heathen man like all these guys are fighting over Paige. she's a damn heathen like i'm a heathen too but she's a damn heathen too she's not all like you know she's like chugging out of two liter diet coke bottles in the middle of the night it was probably warm too by that time 
Oh, warm Diet Coke is the worst. You always want a chilled Diet Coke, right? It's always the best. So um, also, they ordered chicken tenders at this restaurant, and I'd like to start a formal petition, and I know you women are going to really hate this. I would really prefer if we stopped saying chicken tendies. Let's say chicken tenders, as God intended. Chicken tendies, it had its moment. But let's go back to the original chicken tenders. It's just one more syllable. I know it takes an extra second, and we don't have that much time on Earth. But chicken tendies is starting to really bother me. Uh, Amanda asks about Paige lying in Andrea's bed after he got slapped in the face. And um, Amanda says, so Andrea knows all about Craig now? And Paige is like, yeah, uh, totally. Um you know, and he said I should have told him, which I totally agree with. And then he go, and then she goes, and Craig, you know, technically we've only hung out twice since Vermont. So it's like super casual. Like they only hung out twice, guys. That's really not much at all. I thought they were deep into a relationship at this point. And they ask, are you excited to see him? And Paige goes, I'm nervous. You know, he wants to come to the summer house this weekend. And Paige in a talking head says, men are unmanageable and you never know what they're going to do. What if they decided uh, Andrea and Craig like their bro friendship means more than me? And it's like, I love that she says men are unmanageable, which is true. But this just shows like the plotting and all. And I know you, all the ladies listening and some of the guys listening might be like, you know, we're not plotting. We're not like this. But deep down, you're like, yeah, we are. Yeah. But I just I, I. Paige is fascinating. I, I don't know. I like, I'm so on the fence with Paige. Like the Hannah thing bothers me, but I, I like Paige, but at the same time, Paige reminds me of the mean girl at high school, the girl that would like just straight up bully you. I don't know. I'm so torn. Sierra talks about Carl and he's like, yeah, Carl gives me so many compliments but Austin is coming next weekend, and it's like, are we going to fall right back into our old habits? And it's like, no one cares, Sierra. No one cares if you and you and Austin fall into your old habits. Like, everybody at the table is like, uh, okay, yeah. Like, it's like, I know it's exciting to have somebody like you, and but, but it's just, nobody wants this, Sierra. Nobody. Like, and it's not your fault completely, but you're just, it's you're not a great couple, and it's not offense, it's not because of you it just austin makes girls feel all of the girls feel like this he makes everybody feel like sierra so that's a bad thing is this what we call a love bomber you guys is this love bombing so anyways maya says why are you all juggling so many men my thank you maya and uh maya lets us know she's not open to any guys that she saw yesterday so that was disappointing we see shots of those guys maya asks um how are you amanda with kyle um you know and Amanda goes, I'm not great. You know, it's it's his drinking excessively is what made him not pick up his calls. And it really triggers me. And Sierra says in a talking head, Sarah goes, you ask any other black chick on the block that they're done after she broke all that shit in the bathroom. So she says, ask any other black chick on the block. So Sierra was giving us her opinion. And she says, obviously, Amanda says, obviously, I love him. We just need to get, you know, work through this. And all the ladies, it was like that Austin Sierra thing where all the ladies just are quiet. They're like, yeah, uh-huh. We cut to uh, the back to the city. Carl, he's watering his plants. This man is a damn saint. He's like, are you guys a little thirsty? <laughs> like, nerdy Carl water. Oh, God, he's amazing. Cut to Sierra. 
her apartment is a wreck and she's like, oh my God, moving sucks. But I want to remind everybody that Sierra was messy as fuck on Summer House last year. Remember, they would always do cutaways and it looked like, um, you know, like when you go to a thrift store and they're just like throwing all the clothes in to sort it out. That's what Sierra's bedroom always looks like. It's, you know, it's just a mess. Cut to Thursday all of a sudden. We're at Kyle and Amanda's apartment. Kyle's on a Zoom call. Carl's in this call. Uh, you know, this is the lover boy brain trust right here. Amanda is being loud, getting ice out of the refrigerator, so they made the point of showing that. We find out that lover boy is number one in six packs of some sort, and... Uh, you know, the one guy's like, okay, as always, our ethos is we're doing a great job, but we can do better. He gets off that call. He sits down on the couch with Amanda and, uh, he's like, yo, so is this foot, foot rub massager machine always just going to live here now? And she's like, you don't rub my feet. So I bought a thing to do it for me, which is never a good start of any conversation to point out something that you never do anymore. You know, they're going over the designs for the new orange chai lover boy flavor. And he's like, we were scheduled this run for August. So we're doing a good job. You're doing a great job as long as we meet our deadline. And she's like, Ugh. and he's like, I don't think you understand the stress and the pressure. I don't bore you with details, but I do want to tell you where my head was at coming into last weekend. We took out a four point two million dollar loan I did to fund the growth. And if we have any challenges, I am personally on the hook for that money. I mean, we will eventually be on the hook for that money. And they're talking head. He says that $4.2 million in my name is the biggest thing I've ever done. And she's like, you're making excuses. And I got to say, he is, this doesn't ch like, you know, I'm sorry, dude, but like you taking out a huge loan and having work stress doesn't give you the right. Like I then deserve to get sh shit canned, wasted and ruin relationships. Like, it that's when it actually drinking becomes a problem, right? Or that's what we we've always been taught is you're then using this as this form of medicine to take away all of your stress and all of this stuff. So you're hiding in this bottle. And I know this sounds really deep and intense, but it was so obvious. And it was just like, yo, like he really is working his ass off. I do not doubt he has the most stress on him ever. But he really does that the only thing that can give him relief is getting fucking crazy because those are his glory days. That's always the thing that he did really, really well on top of business. But, you know, Kyle's a extreme partier or somebody that's been celebrated. We've celebrated him like Kyle Wiggs. He loves sharks when he's wasted. All of the funny shit he's done wasted. But this is him flat out saying, like, I deserve this because I'm so stressed. And he's like, yeah, I think I drank more because of that. And she's like, this can't be your release, Kyle. And he's like, God forbid I stayed out a little bit later. You left at 1130. I got home at like 130. He's still not getting it. And he says, our relationship isn't my responsibility. You can't put this on me. She said, Kyle, if I call off the wedding right now, you won't understand why. How do you keep not understanding and he says, you're going to continue to talk about calling off the wedding? And he goes, well, you know, you don't want to hang out with me. So calling off the wedding doesn't seem to be that far out of reach. 
And she says, I don't want to call off the wedding. I just want things to be good. And he says, well, start talking to me like my fiance or my partner. And she's like, I panic. I panic when you do this. I really do. And Amanda tells Kyle, oh, sorry. Um, And she goes, just because we get married or eventually we have kids, it's not going to change what my fear is. And that is so damn true. She is so right. Because remember, like, if, if they, when they get married, they did get married, and when they have kids, he can't be like, babe, I'm so stressed with my four kids, I need to get a bottle of Jameson's in me. Like, that, that, is, a, that is a deep fear. Because if Kyle's by himself, he only has him as a responsibility, right? But if he wants to have a family, if he wants to have Amanda, he's got to realize that his life is not his own anymore. That's not a bad thing. There are great partnerships. There are great teams. You know, I, I hope for that one day. But it, it is wow. This has turned into a very serious. I really, I really want to talk about this because I think it's actually a really, it's an important issue. And I think these are why these shows work because they're really silly and stupid. But then they have this kind of nugget or kernel of truth buried in here so much, and it reminds us so much of different aspects of relationships we have gone through. You know, um. So Kyle gives up, and he's like, yeah. I need to be more mindful when I'm not in a good place. I need to watch my alcohol intake. I'm sorry. It was just, it was just hard to get the engine started last weekend. And he's just like, I just feel like you're honestly, you know, like, babe, I love you. And she's like, I know you do. There's not a doubt in my mind. I want to get married. I regret it. And she's like, I know you do. I just want to be in this together and that you, you know, share with me and respect me and he goes that's what i want it's so stupid of me to stay out it was people make mistakes i'm really sorry so he's done a complete about face but tough guys and tough girls you know but like kyle somebody that really is competitive it takes a long time for him to admit oh shit wait breaking news you guys breaking news oh god one sec uh my friend marissa just tagged me in this Oh my God. Okay, you guys, TMZ is reporting Elizabeth Vargas from Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh my God, has barricaded herself in her home. Oh my God. Elizabeth Vargas. Oh, Elizabeth Vargas. Oh, wait. X. Oh, not her. Ex allegedly barricade, barricaded inside her home after alleged extortion attempt. Is this is this the dude? Is this her dude from last season? Oh my god, you guys! They have pictures. So this is close to the Real Housewives of Orange County star tell TMZ she's been having ongoing issues with an ex boyfriend and called cops Tuesday to report him for possible extortion. Oh my god! We're told the guy showed up at Liz's home when police were there and barricaded himself inside. Our law enforcement sources tell us one person is in custody, but we're told they're sweeping the place just to be sure no one else is inside the home. As you can see, there was at least seven police officers outside Liz's place. There's a guy in handcuffs at the side of a police car. It sounds like a pretty scary situation, but we're told she was not held hostage and not harmed. Uh, I just wonder who the guy is. Is it the guy? Oh, it doesn't look like it was that nerdy guy that she was with last season. Damn, that was scary. Okay. Woo, folks. Uh, I'm like Walter Cronkite or whatever, Ted Koppel or any kind of new. Like when breaking news happens, you're going to hear it here first. That was very exciting. Um, but back to another, the, the summer house, very exciting. 
Um, so uh, Amanda goes, hey, we have 10 more weekends of this summer. And we have a whole life of weekends together. So don't worry that last weekend was a bust. Because he keeps saying, last weekend was a bust. And you really do get the sense that this is spiritual for Kyle. His weekends are spiritual and he wants to make things happen. Which is so funny because at this point he realizes by it being a bust made it happen. You know, it, it gave entertainment by being a bust. And... So uh, we cut to Carl, Friday, 11.34. He picks up Andrea and Alex to go back out to the summer house. Cut to Paige, picking up Maya and Sierra. She cuts off a UPS driver and says, suck my dick, which I don't really think we need with the UPS. You know, UPS, they're working hard. Um, They ask Maya how was her week, and she's like, "Uh, I came home on Monday, and I was like, did that actually even happen? And we find out from Sierra, Austin is not coming this weekend. Like she said, he just said, he told her, he's like, yeah, I'm getting my bearings. Uh, She goes, you know, so I'm sad. But I'm like, Carl, Carl is nobody's second choice. Damn you, Sierra. He is nobody's second choice. But she goes, I want to see him make an effort and try with me. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Why don't you try a little bit too, Sierra? Is I mean, it, I guess that is the deal, though. Girls expect to be pursued, but come on. He's Carl. Like, listen, come on. So cut to Carl talking about Sierra and the other car. So it's like Grease Summer Lovin'. Like, Summer Lovin' had me a blast. Summer Lovin', I love Sierra's ass. Summer Lovin', he's crazy for me. Summer Lovin', he's not drinking at all. Summer days drifting away. Oh, oh, on those summer Carl and Sierra nights. Wella, wella, wella. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Could he smell alcohol on your breath? Tell me more. Tell me more. What's her butt taste? Never mind. Uh, okay, so we cut to Paige saying that she went on a date last night with Craig. And we cut to that that date. They they had cameras there, and Craig said, "I wanted." And she, and and she's like, "Craig, I wanted to stay single for like a year unless somebody really blew me away." And he goes, "It really wasn't that difficult to blow you away." And she goes, "She goes, oh, you think you blew me away? <laughs> I mean, you're cool, but I'm way cooler." And then we cut to that iconic ele- elevator kiss that we saw in the summer house preview, and we were like, "Ooh." I would have loved more moments leading up to that. You know, like sometimes we rush those moments. I would have loved, like, I would have loved more of like getting into the elevator. Like what started that? Oh my God. Other breaking news. ABC just suspends the view host Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks over her remarks about the Holocaust. Uh, She made these comments. I don't know if you guys are aware, um, alleging that race was not a factor in the Holocaust, which is just not true. Uh, So Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended for two weeks. I wonder how Danny uh, Pellegrino is taking this. But wow, that is that is deep. And that is such a good gig for Whoopi and for anybody that gets those gigs. They're just such good gigs. Um, So uh, we get the elevator kiss and we cut back to Andrea and she is telling uh, Carl about Paige and Craig. She's like, yeah, you know, not a big deal, you know, but they're going to be in the summer house and I want to have a conversation with him. He used to be my buddy, you know, we cut to four boxes in the summer house. So four different cameras going. Kyle comes in. He's like, it's a beautiful day in the summer house. 
which is like we need to do it like a Mr. Rogers. Like, it's a beautiful day in the summer house, a beautiful day for Kyle. Won't you be mine? Won't you? And he's just taking off clothes instead of putting on a sweater. And like just like somebody's like throwing him like massive amounts of lover boy. Won't you be my lover boy? Hi, folks. Um, He's like, let's make it a pool day. And she, Amanda's like, what time is it? She's like, it's 3.30. I'm taking my shirt off. Amanda in a talking head says, it's so important for Kyle to make an effort for me of doing these things so I can confident, confidently marry him. Hubhouse, uh, Hubhouse gets there and, and Kyle goes, hot hub summer. Amanda and Lindsay immediately bust out the rosé. They do a very heavy pour. Sierra says, I'm a New York City girl now. Then the guys uh, pull up. Andrea picks up Paige immediately and he's like, hey, you're such a flirt, Paige. And no, no. She goes, you're such a flirt, Andrea. And he goes, you're a Mrs. Flirt. And she goes, and don't you forget it. And uh, Andrea goes, hey, that dress, uh, Paige, is really, 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 really cute. Um, and in a talking head, she's like, two guys fighting over me. How will I do it? I love this. In a new scene, Lindsay says... Uh, to Carl, she goes, I met a guy last night in the city. I'm going to go to Mexico with him on Tuesday. And Carl's like, what? You never met him and you're going to go on Tuesday? And she's like, yeah, absolutely correct. YOLO. But Carl's like, she's running away from everything that happened. And, you know, I get it. Uh, but, like, also the Jason of it all. Like, she just doesn't mention him at all. She doesn't mention him at all. And it's like, it kind of like, I hope Jason's okay. Cause Jason obviously probably really dug her and he, you know, so I, but it just seems like, you know, we know she's with Carl now, but at this moment, it just seems like she pushed Jason completely out. I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, maybe Jason has a whole different story. Um, so, uh, Tonight is going to be taco night, we find out. Love a taco night. Taco night and pool. Everybody gets their suits on, get their shades on. And Carl says, uh, hey, I have a dad bod compared to these guys. I'm like, no, you fucking don't, you idiot. Carl, trying to get more attention to have a dad bod. Carl, you have a fucking six-pack. Are you out of your mind? He asks Sierra. He's like, she, he's like, hey, Sierra, do you like guys with dad bods? And she's like, and... And he's like, what's your type, Sierra? And she's like, what's your type, Carl? And Sierra goes, I don't have a type anymore. And uh, I think she means because after Austin, because he's like kind of pasty and doughy a little bit. Listen, I'm doughy too, but, you know, Austin is like, if you cut him open, he's 40% IPA, you know? Andrea is like, I'm doing the nachos today and Carl doing the tacos. Um, And uh, Alex... They're all cooking, and Alex is just smashing avocados. Everybody's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And Alex's like, I'm just smashing avocados. And Maya says, what is the point of you being here? Very dark. Uh, Robert calls Carl, Danielle's boyfriend, and goes, hey, hey, step away. I'm here. I'm going to go surprise her in the back. It's our one-year anniversary. She doesn't know I'm coming. I'm going to go decorate the pool house. So we see four boxes. We see Lindsay naked. Um, Maya's like, are your boobs real? And Lindsay's like, yeah, we've talked about this. They're fake. We go, Lindsay goes into Danielle's room and she's like, I want to borrow undies. I forgot undies. And Danielle pulls out these lemoncello. She's like, lemoncello underwear from down under. This is nice. Are girls supposed to share unders, un- undies like this? Chicken, chicken undies, chicken dundies. So 
Robert is decorating the pool room. And uh, I was looking at a pool room. That is a place that I could stay. You know, I think the pool room is where old Ryan Bailey the third. I'm not a third, but that is a place where I feel like I could have set up shop. Like, what if I just... You would just see during the summer just me just randomly walking outside. Like, nobody talks to me. I always have, like, a paper under my arm and, like, a robe. I look like Tony Soprano. It's just nobody questions it ever. You'll see me, like, just sweeping the pool for leaves. I don't know. Uh, So they all sit down to uh, dinner, and uh, Robert comes in and surprises Danielle. And Danielle's like, no! You came. These flowers are for me. And he's like, I'm stealing her away, guys. We'll be back in a little bit. Cut to their hardcore having set. No. Uh, he has a little picnic set up in the other room in the pool house. And she's like, you did so good. Oh, my God. Happy one year anniversary. And she's like, oh, my God, you got our favorite things. Sour candies and pepperoni. I guess every couple has their thing. But like that combination like, these guys are stoners. Like, sour candies and pepperoni on the same plate? You guys you guys are out of your mind, Robert and Danielle. Um, Danielle says, as much as last weekend sucked, it's all good now. He made the effort. She goes, I love you so much. He's like, I love you so much. So Amanda's in the other room going, that is the cutest fucking thing. And Lindsay's like, I didn't even know he was coming. And Amanda says to Kyle, hey, can you stay back one weekend and surprise me like that? And he goes, sure. <laughs> Lindsay asks... Hey, Paige, didn't you see Craig this weekend? Didn't you go on a date right in front of Andrea? And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, it was just our first date. Just the two of us. You know, I think he's going to come stay tonight. Um, And then, you know, Paige and <laughs> Paige and Andrea both take giant sips of water. It's very awkward. Um, four boxes of dinner. We see Andrea says, Hey, I wish Craig and Austin, I wish, uh, Austin was coming, you know, uh Oh, something just happened. I'm getting, I'm getting, I keep getting important text messages. Um, okay. Thank God. Okay. Ooh, God scared me. Um, keep getting breaking news. And I'm just saying, I'm like, I get scared now. No joke. You guys that I'll be recording and somebody like, somebody big is going to pass away in the entertainment world. And it's going to like, that's happened a couple times now. And it's one of those things. Like I just don't want to ever happen again. So I get nervous when breaking news happens, you know? So Andrea uh, is like, Oh, Craig's coming. I wish Austin was coming too. You know? And he asks Sierra, he's like, Hey, are you a little bummed? Austin's not coming. And she goes, he'll come here. He'll come. Just not this weekend. And Carl totally clocks this. Carl's like, Oh, interesting interesting and sierra goes i'll clean dinner and everybody's like uh, yeah okay sierra's cleaning dinner you can just probably see like stains on plates you know for the next week because sierra didn't clean them properly um amanda says uh Paige is so excited that craig's coming it's really cute now everybody keeps saying this i don't know the difference though because it seems like Paige ex- is excited around andrea too she looks dolled up andrea says uh i ate too much i can't go i can't get ready yet you know i can't go out yet Amanda and Kyle, they have a little kiss, which is nice. Craig comes in, and right before he comes in, he has, like, a shit-eating grin on his face. Like, look at me. 
getting more TV time. <laughs> He's like, what's up, guys? And they're like, what's up? He hugs Paige. They all do a shot. The summer house is fully in effect. Robert meets Craig for the first time. Andrea and Alex. Maya says, um, yo, Andrea, are you bummed about this uh, Craig Page thing? He's like, eh, no, it's just a casual thing there. They're, they're just a casual thing. Hey, it's not a big deal. They're just casual. Um, Craig is in another room with Paige. He's like, I've been doing this thing where I leave deodorant in places, so can I use yours? And uh, Paige's like, yeah, is this, this is like Vermont, but richer, isn't it? <laughs> and Robert says downstairs, everybody was taking crazy pills last weekend. Um, so uh, this is... Um, Let's see. This is awkward. Last weekend we were in bed together. Oh, yeah. Because Andrea's like, hey, I hope it's not awkward for Craig because last weekend me and uh, Paige, we were in bed together. You know, I don't think Craig would be happy knowing what I did to her last weekend. (laughs) And Craig says uh, in another room, do you think Andrea's going to be mad at me? And Paige is like, no, of course not. You liar, Paige. You damn liar. Andrea says, uh, cut back to Andrea, and they're all in the kitchen, and he's next to Craig, and Craig kind of gives him a pat on the butt, and Andrea goes, hey, do you mind if we have a chat a little bit? I wanted to catch up with you. And Craig goes, hey, that's up to you. And we cut to them laying in bed together, like, I shit you not, uh, not under the covers, above the covers, and he's like, uh, hey, we've been friends this entire time, but then I tried to call you. And you never picked up. And we had, you know, been texting a lot, but I called you and you never picked up. And Craig goes, uh, I mean, that's possible, I guess. And he's like, yeah, I tried to call you once I heard the rumor about Paige. And he's like, oh, you try to call me about the rumor about Paige. And he's like, yeah, I got a little disappointed. I got disappointed. And he's like, I would have told you. I would have told you, bro, I'm happy for you. Go for it, bro. Come on, bro. We're brothers. And Craig goes, Hey, listen, I was being a pussy. I was scared to do it. You know, I didn't do the right thing or the right time. And the byproduct of that is we stopped talking as much as we did. And I love you. I love you too, Craig. Uh. And girls really do have all the power when it comes to men. Like they could, I mean, really, wars have been fought over women. Like I feel like... This could truly tear the summer house apart. But right now, like, I like Andrea. Andrea immediately called out the situation in a very nice way. And Andrea, at the end of the day, what I love is Andrea's like, I'm hot as shit. Like, I like Paige, but I'm also, like, in the top 2% of physical specimen of men and good-looking men at that. So he's like, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some, right? (laughs) Um, We get flashbacks of the winter house. And <laughs> Andrea goes, hey, I just want my friend back to Craig. And Craig goes, yeah, buddy, I miss you a lot. I just didn't know how to to fucking do this. And uh, he's like, I love you guys. I hope to make better memories than Vermont. That's, you know, than the ones we made. We got to, we do. And then they bro hug. We get four boxes. The summer house is truly heating up. Carl goes to put on his white pants because he sees Craig is wearing. And by the way, fuck you, Craig. That's like coming into somebody's house and doing what they do best and saying, look at me. I'll wear. Oh, did God just do that? Uh, God just knocked something over. And, uh, but Craig, honestly, like, yo, 
white tight pants are Carl's thing. And Carl pulls them off way better because he has skinny giraffe legs. Craig, you can't pull off the white jeans. And how dare you? How dare you? Do you want to take everybody's everything? Anyways, they go to the club. Paige and Craig are making out, you guys. Fully kissing with tongue, everything. Lindsay's confused. And he's like, I didn't think they were serious, you know. We all saw the press, you know, we don't live under rocks. Like, but this is a little messy, dude. And this is regards to Chris and Cavallari. Um, I, uh, they're bringing up the Kristen Cavallari rumor. So Lindsay's like, what? Uh, new scene. We get back to the house and Lindsay's laying on the bed and she's like, why is my bodysuit going up my vagina? Also, that's a great shirt too. Why is my bodysuit going up my vagina? The Lindsay Hubbard story. Um, I can't believe also I typed that out, that note out. I was, I really, I typed that note out and my immediate thought was like, you are such a sad man, Ryan Bailey. You are such a sad, you just typed the words out. My bodysuit is going up my vagina. Uh, Sierra, um, Vom's in, oh, Sierra, Sierra comes into the hot tub with Carl and Carl brings up Austin. He's like, yeah, man, me and Austin are homies. So what's going on? And he's, she's like, well, you know, we have a flirty thing. And he's like, well, I, I kind of want to respect that then. Carl being just amazing. He's veering away from any kind of tragedies. He's so damn solid right now. It is really amazing to watch. He's like, I'm good for now. But he wasn't like being a little bitch about it. He was like, okay, all good, man. Like, and she wasn't at, like, she would still want Carl completely. And he's like, yeah, I don't need that stress. How many times in our lives like, we've got to, like, maybe that's what, that's another shirt. What would Carl do? Not WWJD, WWCD. What would Carl do? Sandra or Meditza or Met, do not let me forget what would Carl do. I want to make a post of that. What would Carl do? Oh, I love it. Paige and Lindsay are talking downstairs, and Lindsay goes, Are you Craig exclusive? And she goes, no, you know, you know, we're, you know, we're hooking up with other people. And, you know, the rumors he's hooking up with uh, Kristen Cavallari. And Paige says, yeah, I saw it on Dumois. Dumois, what up, girl? What up? You did it, girl. You in Summer House nonstop now, girl. You are the 12th member of Summer House. Dumois. And um, Paige is like, but I thought it was Austin that hooked up with Kristen, not Craig, which I thought, too. And Lindsay goes, well, yeah, I brought that up to Austin and I asked if you did. And he's like, no, it's Craig. It's Craig that did it. And Paige is like, I feel so stupid. I like him. And she starts crying. And Lindsay's like, poor baby. No, I didn't know. I didn't know you guys were like that. I didn't know it was that serious, which also kind of tells you a lot about Lindsay and relationships, not Carl, but other relationships where she's like, oh, yeah, it's genuinely not that serious. Genuinely not that serious. And Paige says, this is not a girl that I am comfortable competing with. Which is just, by the way, how amazing is that? That it's like, think about that. Like, remember, Paige has only been on TV for a couple of years. She probably grew up watching Kristen Cavallari. That is some tall shoes to fill, no matter what your thoughts on Kristen Cavallari, you know? And she's like, this has the signs of a love triangle all over it, and I'm not good with this one. We cut to Carl getting out of the hot tub. We see Alex eating some food. My boy, Alex, let's eat that food. Everybody is fun drunk. Everybody's fun drunk. Lindsay, uh, Craig comes up to Lindsay because like, you know, Paige went upstairs sad. 
Craig is shirtless with his little necklace on, and he's like, Lindsay's like, hey, I don't. She's like, what did you say to Paige? She's like, I don't know. I'm, I was trying to be a good friend. And she's like, she asked me about that Kristen set, you know, who hooked up with Chris, you know, Kristen. And I said, Craig did. And he's like, yeah, we can hook up with whoever we want. She's cool with that. We're all, we're all, we're, it's okay. Like we're okay. And he's already starting to get heated and uh, it's okay. And then he storms upstairs and he's like, Paige, if you let Lindsay get in your head, you're weaker than I thought. Like what, dude? Yo, we got beef now, Craig. We got beefs. What? How dare you? And it's so, do you notice this is a pattern with Craig, too, about with women especially? Remember in the winter house? And I thought it was kind of cute because he was standing up for his friend, but now it sticks out to me more when he was like, fucking Madison's trash. She's a trash girl. She's a trash, trash girl. And, you know, I thought at the time there's truth to that probably. But now I'm like, does he just, when he doesn't like something, he just calls somebody a trash girl? And I just, I think Lizzie's, I don't know, you know? So uh, everybody's like, damn. And Paige goes, Craig. And, you know, like, and it's like, fuck Lindsay. He's like, I don't need Lindsay involved in my life. Lindsay sucks. She always sucks. And Lindsay's like right there. And Paige says, now I look stupid. Lindsay's crying now. And Craig says, we're having a blast, aren't we? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, you're better than this. And Maya goes, yo, let Paige make her own decisions. We're all drunk, but she is the opposite of weak. My girl, Maya, Maya is, Sandra, let's try to get Maya on. She is amazing. Um, this is dumb. Uh, he goes, this is dumb. Lindsay is the biggest loser in the world. <laughs> Lindsay is the biggest loser in the world. You know, her and Austin, they've been dating for four years. And Sierra's in the room when he says that. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, then it says, I'm not going to get into that with you. You know how we are. Oh yeah. Like something about like Craig's like, you know, Hey, come on. You know how we are. You know how men are. It's like kind of that vibe. And Sierra goes, Craig, really? Uh, about the Austin thing. And he goes, come on. You know that he's a fucking loser. Like he literally just backstabs his friend, Austin, which now everybody hates Austin, including Craig. Uh, Sierra says, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? And he's like, he's a loser. He's not even here. Craig says, Ugh, I wouldn't have even come here if Lindsay would get in your head that easily. And Maya, like Craig just storms off and Maya goes, he just gaslit the shit out of you. And Paige is like, yeah, I know, totally. And then she runs out of the room and goes, finds Craig and goes into Craig's room. Like all of a sudden, Paige ain't so tough. Like, Paige is fully subservient. Craig has got her number, and Craig is in control of this ship. Do not make any mistake. Craig is in charge of the SS Paige DeSorbo at this point. And Craig immediately goes, what the fuck just happened, baby? And, uh, you know, she goes, well, Lindsay, you know, Kristen and... Craig goes, he hates it. He hates I was doing it with Kristen. And so he's like, I think he misunderstood what she was saying and all of a sudden admitted that Austin hated that he got to hook up with Kristen and not her. And Paige is like, no, I didn't mean that. Like, I'm in a love triangle I didn't ask to be in. And then she goes, are you still fucking her? Are you still fucking her? 
End of scene. Bam! Summer House. Episode 3. Boom, boom, boom. Heartbreak in the Hamptons, baby. That's it for So Bad It's Good today, you guys. I love you so much. I will talk to you bright and early on what day is Thursday? I'll br- yeah, I'll talk to you on Thursday. But this was a great episode, right? If you like it, if you're still with us, please leave me a rating of five-star review on Apple Podcasts and five-star review on Spotify. I would really appreciate it. I believe we'll have a new episode of Miami on the Patreon tomorrow. And gold uh, and Gallery Girls will be coming on Friday. So we got some stuff going on, on the Patreon as well. But thank you for all of your support. I hope this is working because I plan to be doing this for the rest of my life. I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Betches.